this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Scott Smalling. Scott is the founder of Relief Bed International, a nonprofit that provides strategically built mattresses to impoverished areas around the world, disaster relief response, and the homeless here in North America. Hi, Scott. Hey, good morning. Okay. Or at least for me, it's good morning, morning. for you. <laughs> Afternoon for me. You're yeah. in Seattle, but we're both right. having rainy days. So, you know, we're, we we're like, we're just doing the rainy day thing. But I appreciate <laughs> so much getting to talk to you because I find this to be amazing that you, you've got these mattresses that you provide to these homeless shelters. Tell me what that all looks like, how that came about. I mean, let's hear the story. Sure, sure. I love your intro too, where you say the weird, the wacky. I fill those those cavities really well, right? And then when you say wonderful, we'll let other people decide that. But I definitely oh, no. feel the what fill you're the doing weird, is wacky. wonderful. But the the whole idea is like it it truly is like that's how I would describe myself. I'm like I'm weird, wacky, but I'm sure. wonderful. I got some wonderful stuff going on. So. Absolutely. So um, spent my career. I mean, this is one of those things where this could be a two hour story. We're going to make it a two minute story. Um, you know, spent my career in bedding. Um, so I uh, had a have a family business that's in foam, and and that led to us looking at what Tempur-Pedic was doing back in the day uh, when they first started. We said, you know, these guys really got a good idea, and they they've got a great marketing idea. But back then, not as not as good. Now they're they're extraordinary, uh, but their their knowledge of foam wasn't as as good back in the in the beginning days. And so we're like, hey, we're a foam company. We're about 60 years in at that point, we're 75 years as of this year. And we're like, let's give this a shot. So we started a business uh, called Comfortpedic. It was my my first uh, volley as my own business because the family business I had taken over from my dad. Um, and so I wanted to kind of put my own mark on a business that really had never been in mattresses. We had just been in foam supplying beds to, to mattress companies. So Comfortpedic uh, started off as just something that I wanted to do regionally to sell, you know, beds uh, like we all would sleep on. And that just became a passion. And all of a sudden it was a national company. And, and then we kind of uh, positioned the, the brand to, to see if one of the majors wanted to buy it. And lucky enough, uh, Simmons, now known as Serta Simmons, uh, bought Comfortpedic. And just before I went there and, and while I was there, I was doing a lot of just philanthropic projects partly because it's my heart, partly because it was great PR for the, for the brand. And, and that just kind of grew as I spent time at Serta Simmons um, with Comfortpedic and shepherding the brand. I just started getting a prompt in my heart that I wanted to do something a little bit more. And working with organizations like World Vision, uh, who does mostly stuff overseas, although they're huge in the U.S., um, I said to them, how are mattresses dealt with? And they said, listen, you know, water and food, huge, medicine, huge. But those things are pretty well serviced by our donors and by our organization. So mattresses, I found out, were the number one requested thing that is not being serviced. So I was able to take the passion that I have and the product development abilities and build beds that actually specifically met the needs of disaster relief or for homeless shelters and emergency use in homeless shelters, um, which was was still still to today even, it's not highly addressed. Um, a lot of times you'll get mattress companies, I won't name any brands that will want to do good and they'll, they'll, they'll give like twin size beds, to homeless shelters. Well, unfortunately 
unless it's certain type of shelters, those really don't help them because they have to be waterproof. They have to be cleanable. They have to be, you know, bed bug resistant and that kind of thing. And your standard home mattress doesn't meet those. So the beds have to be specific. So that's kind of what happened in 2015. I left Simmons. I started Relief Bed International, and to date, we're up to about 28,000 beds that we've distributed and oh donated. Oh my gosh, and how does it work? I mean, you've yeah. got, a, you know, if a homeless, homeless shelter is in need, then how does mm-hmm. that need get filled? Is it sponsored or do you do fundraising? Yeah, so we would love to have more cash donations than we, than we get, just because I don't have a, a whole lot of time in the day to be doing that kind of thing. And I'm a, I'm kind of a one hit, you know, guy, there's no, there's no, team of people here. Um, so there's several different ways we do it. Number one is cash donations, especially if there's a disaster or something, people get very helpful in that scenario and we'll bring in a decent amount of money. And then we just basically build the beds with the money we have and we donate them to where we believe is the biggest need. Um, we also have partners. Uh, Brentwood Home is a very nice mattress manufacturer out of uh, Los Angeles who's been a partner for two years. They actually retail a bed, a line of beds that we all again would buy for our homes, um, and called Crystal Cove. A little little shout out to them. When you buy a Crystal Cove mattress, they donate the funds for us to build a bed to donate to nice. a shelter. So that's the Tom Shoes. If if you or your audience understands Tom Shoes, they've done a wonderful thing where you know he built shoes, and then when you bought a pair of shoes, he donated one to different uh, world relief organizations and different countries. So it's the same kind of idea. We're, we're hopefully gonna be doing this even in a bigger way this summer and, and moving forward where we're gonna have a bigger program. Um, but that's mainly the idea is, is cash donations, um, company partnerships will donate either a lump of cash or, or a lot of times we'll get companies that will donate product. And if we can position the product properly, uh, whether it's a veteran's home or whatever, um, then those beds are very useful. Um, so Serta Simmons has been a, a great partner and, and continues to be. Brentwood Home is a great partner. Um, Purple has been a partner. Um, so that's that's kind of how we do it. Wow. I think it's amazing. I love that you're doing that. And I mean, and and it, I, I knew what you were doing with the homeless shelters, but I didn't know about the disaster relief until I was like really reading everything. And I thought, yeah, that is so true. I mean, if there's a disaster and you're out of your home, you want a place to sleep and sleeping on right. the floor or anything like that. I mean, even sleeping on a sofa is bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sleep. And, and I have to say this. It's almost like I my family giggles every time I do it um, is sleep is the number three biological need. Um, and so people don't really realize that, but you know, you need water, you need food, and then you need sleep. If you don't have one of the three of those things over a certain period of time, you're completely dead. Um, and so, but people just don't respect sleep as much as they do. We all like to get a good night's sleep, but we don't think about the massive amount of things that go on in our body in terms of rejuvenating your body. If you're sick, you've got antibodies that will work to fight off those kind of things just the whole rejuvenation of your body in general is, is all being done at night. And um, it's, it's quite a study to go into learn what happens internally when you're sleeping and you're in those deeper uh, realms of sleep. So if you're not getting sleep and you're in an impoverished way, or if you're in an emergency way, or you're somebody who's homeless and living on the street, um, those people will continue to not ever get out of that somewhat drunken mindset. And doesn't mean you had to drink alcohol to get in that mindset. They say you're a 0.8 alcohol level if you don't sleep 
for like a day or two, you're already considered somebody who's intoxicated. And so just think about that. If you're, if you're homeless, even if you're living in a shelter and, and it's, you know, that's, those aren't the easiest places to sleep. If you're not sleeping very well, that cycle of just that desperation just continues and goes on and on and on. And, and you're, you're going to have a hard time clawing yourself out. So of that, that is really interesting because um, so I love sleep. I, I mean, I think it's crazy important, you know, and I'm one of those people, yeah. that, you know, people that know me are, they always think of me as being this, you know, she's just got so much energy and she's running around a little bit, you know, but I'm thinking, yeah, I do eight hours at least every night. <laughs> I have to get the Amen. eight hours of sleep. Oh yeah. But the few times, you know, I'm, I'm well into my fifties now. And the few times where I've stayed up too late, you know, or anything like that, it's like, I wake up the next day and I'm thinking, I feel like I got a hangover and I didn't even drink anything. I mean, Absolutely. I had kombucha, you know, <laughs> I mean, <it's> a, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not much of a partier. And so, so that, but, and that makes sense now. So you really do. I mean, you without sleep, it's like you had a big time party night, you know, tequila shot kind of deal. Right. That's why they put the Marines and different armed forces, which I, I, I can't, I very much respect that group. I have not done that. But what I've heard is they'll literally make them stay awake because they want to put them in a mindset where they're weak, you know, physically and mentally to see how they'll operate. And I, I'm sure if somebody in the military was listening to this, they could have said it a lot better. But then sleep deprivation is a real, real, real thing. And so, um, you know, by providing sleep, you know, you're you're giving the people the ability to rebuild their their lives and rejuvenate. Um, and I was just surprised to see how underserviced it was. Um, when I first started doing it, it was amazing. Yeah, and no kidding with the antibodies, like that you will get sick if you are sleep deprived. That's that's a big oh, yeah. thing. And I, and I know when I've done it to myself, you know, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so I am the eight hour girl for sure. <laughs> yep. Well, cool. All right. So where can people go to learn more about Relief Bed? Sure. Yeah. So um, reliefbed.com.org. Um, we, of course, had to grab both those, but um, we've got a, a pretty neat website. Um, it's it's very explanatory, tons and tons of stuff on there. I mean, I'm I'm really big just from my past life and my current life. I I, I have many for-profit jobs that I'm in consulting that I do to, to make the money, partly to support this. Um, and so PR is a big thing to me. So you're going to see a lot of press releases, you're going to see neat videos. My son is in film down in Los Angeles. Um, and so he's just graduating from college, but he's already made his own film. He's already done, you know, documentaries and, and music videos. Um, so he's made just these cool little minute long videos that encapsulate, you know, some of the last five year projects. And so those are on there. Um, there's some shout outs from Renee Zellweger and, um, Oh man, he's going to kill me, but there's a couple of neat um, shout outs for some celebrities that wasn't made for me, but it was made for the organizations that we belong to. So just tons of, of information about the point in time count, which is how many people are homeless in the U.S. in the most recent year they did the count. Um, I think I'm up to 19. I haven't got 20 yet given to me. Um, so just lots and lots of information to see what we do. And then people have the ability to do one of two things. They can either donate cash, or they can actually donate money. And this is important um, to, to have us send them the things that we donate. And the idea is, even though our stuff is awesome for camping, um, <laughs> if, if you're a camper, um, 
the, the idea would be if you asked to have it sent to you, that you would be physically, and we love this, donating that bed to, we're not, we can't be selling stuff, you know, as selling it. It's got to be donated money. We send them the the relief kits, which are really cool. That's a, that's like a foam yoga mat inside of a neat nylon case. And then in there, there's gloves and hats and um, six different things that kind of help sustain somebody on the street without, you know, basically uh, helping them live on the street for right. a year. It just is a kind of a love gift. So you can do that. And there's, there's the, um, the roll-up beds. Um, that's kind of our main thing. Those things can be, you can donate the money for those. We'll send them to the donor. But the idea is that they would then go give those to somebody. And one quick story. Um, when I first started this in the fall of, I want to say at 15, maybe 16 was the first event. Um, we went down to San Francisco to do a project uh, with an organization called Lava May, which has got these fantastic, uh, they've taken city buses and, and they've rebuilt them to be showers for the homeless. And they'll park them, they'll hook them up to a fire hydrant for the water supply, and then they can drain its gray water into the um, sewage system um, in the cities with their permission. And we came alongside of them to give our relief beds out because when I first started the organization, it was for disaster relief and I kind of was looking at homelessness. So I was going down to see how this would go, but I was giving him on the street and the mayor's office was down there, not the actual mayor, but his people or her people, whoever it was at the time. And um, they said, you know, this is really cool, Scott, what you're doing. You've got a big heart, but please understand something that we really don't want you giving them to the people living on the street. And the Robin Hood part of me said, you know, I, whatever, you know, if you don't have a heart, then that's fine. But when they explained to me that it's the the value of these things, but the value is over a hundred dollars for one of these beds at retail could actually get somebody hurt or killed yeah. as they fought over it. At that point, I said, you're right. I'm completely done with that. So besides the love gifts, like the relief kits, which are, are just temporary, and it's just kind of like, we see you, we love you, Kind of a thing uh, that's not going to help somebody, you know, sustain for a year or anything. Um, every single bed from then on, with maybe with like a random, random, rare occasion, um, we have donated through shelters who are in the cities, in the towns, doing the work they need to do to rehabilitate the people and get them off the street. So that's that's been a, a, a big, a big help to our focus and also to our donors because there's a lot of folks that don't understand homelessness. And so they, they think of them in a certain way. Right. And um, and that's not the way I've, I've seen it. I look at them through my heart and I'm like, how was their upbringing? Was there, how difficult was their upbringing? Was there abuse? Was there all sorts of different things that have gone on, including their own potential abuse with drugs or alcohol and then mental illness is huge. So I try to look at it through that lens and see them as humans and not as, you know, somebody who I've heard the word lazy. If I had a dollar, I wouldn't need any more money donated to me, you know? Um, and so when I, when those things have been said, I think they appreciate, and I did it for the other reason, but it helps with this one, that if I'm donating to the shelters who then can repurpose their money for mental health and for, for drug addiction programs and not be having to plow it into buying mattresses, um, everybody wins and we're, we're rehabilitating the people and getting them off the street. So it, it was a kind of an aha well, moment. And thank you for that. Cause that really does, you know, I can see where people would be thinking, 
why does he just give them out to these people? They're all over the place, you know? And yes, um, there, there is a, a huge thought for you. You aren't here to judge someone else's journey. You don't know why they're right. homeless. Exactly. You, don't, you don't know their story. And so rather than judge them, just be loving, you know, like you said, see it through yep. your heart. I love it. Thank you. That's kindness, yeah, exactly. sir. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> so I have some, some kind of outside of the box questions I wanted to ask you, but this was not one of my original questions, but you caught my ear with your son. So I want you to tell me. Oh, sure. I mean, your son's in LA. He's a video guy. He, what, tell me one of your, yeah. I mean, other than what he's done for Relief Bed, is there another project that is your favorite that you'd like to, come on, you're the proud dad. Tell me. All right, oh, about Hunter? Well, I'll tell you something that's, um, I'm only going to take a detour because you're going to get a kick out of this. My 19-year-old daughter is currently about 25 feet from me in the warehouse building relief beds right now. Good job. So if that doesn't What's touch your, your heart. What's your daughter's name? So da my daughter's name, which is another long story, but I'll take, just tell you, her name is Sharky. And yes, that is on her passport. Yes, that's on her birth certificate. Um, Sharky is an extraordinary, she's the valedictorian of her prep school, um, accepted to Pepperdine, um, got COVIDized with all the rest of 2020 graduates that got totally screwed. Uh out of their graduations yeah. and parties and stuff. And so she um, she has been home um, wanting to go to school, but thinking that online school, you know, when you're kicking it off that way is not the right move. So she's an amazing young woman. Um, and she's an artist and she's a cancer survivor. Um, and she's just an amazing, amazing girl. Wow. Now my son. Okay. <laughs> but I had, no, to give her, yes, I had to give her a shout out. Thank you. Yeah. The fact that she's here today out there making the relief beds, similar to the one that's in the cart there, it's a trifold relief bed that we take foam from the factory that's post-manufacturing um, virgin still uh, foam. It's not been used, but it's fall off from our of our projects. We cut it into 24 by 24s, three inches thick, and then put it into the nylon waterproof cover. And then those um, are donated to the shelters. Very cool. Um Hunter, uh, Hunter's been amazing. He's been uh, our marketing director. He's been involved from day one because he was a little bit older than Sharky. So he's been able to be hands-on. He's been on many of the trips. We took a 5,000 mile road trip, road show with a big uh, tow behind trailer and, and went and saw homeless shelters in the Western States. Um, he's, he's done many of our projects. He just did a project uh, Saturday with um, uh, for the children which is a foster kid ch kids charity. And that was in a combination with Serta Simmons who donated 60 beds. Now there's exactly a good reason why we can take normal beds, right? Because those twin size normal beds from Serta Simmons went to for the children because they built twin size beds for these kids that were um, needing them for lack of a better word. So Hunter was down there representing Relief Bed. And then since he's does film, he actually was able to get paid um, by the organization to, you know, actually video the, the, the day. So Aww, cool. he's got his hands full. Cool. Well, good job. <laughs> Sharky, a, is that your kid. daughter's name? Am I saying that right? Sharky yep. and Hunter. Sharky. All right. Shout out to you guys. Yep. Yay, dad. <laughs> Yay. Well, it's been great because, you know, when I started this, it was 2015. Hunter was 16. Sharky was 11. And so their most formidable years of their life I wish I could say I did it by design that way. They have had this, this nonprofit, this charity, charity that's been in their face, you know, because they've, whether we're, we do something here called Tired in Tacoma, 
um, to be kind of a cute little spinoff of Sleepless in Seattle, right? Um, where once a year we'll go out and we'll actually go on the street and we'll actually work with the people on the street, which is normally not what we do. So she's making, you know, 70 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and, and going and doing Costco runs and, and stuff. So it's been, it's, it's been quite the journey and I'm so in, enthralled with it. And I'm so in the middle of it that I don't sit back at times to really appreciate, you know, what's going on because that shouldn't be my focus. My focus should be looking forward and, you know, when's the next give or when's the next thing that we can Love do. It. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, okay, I've got this other question for you. What? Do you have any insight into why there are like 8,000 mattress companies right now? Oh, man. Like, I feel like so now, every time now, I turn on the TV. I actually get paid for this information, <laughs> Mish. So if, we may have to put this on a consulting gig because this, this is, I'm um, kidding. I'm not kidding. Top but. Level, like, I mean, I just look at every time I, I'm like, there's a new one and another one. But this is a hot business to be in. It's very competitive. It, there's 171 direct-to-consumer mattress brands in the U.S. Why? Um, and <laughs> I won't promote one of them other than the ones who are my partners. Um, and But I can tell you that the majority of, of that bulk of that 170, you know, probably a good hundred, you know, they're all making kind of the same product and it's just how they're, how they're doing a good job of marketing to the customer. Um, there's only a few companies that have really, you know, whether they've been around for a long time and they have a phenomenal reach and, and have learned how to make a wonderful product like a Serta Simmons, or then you have some new players that may have kind of a unique technology um, that allows them to be uniquely different. Other than that, it's a big crowded mess. And That's what it um, feels like. And so it feels like good luck, everybody. I'm just, I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like who so did all many people wake up one day and go, I had such a great night's sleep. Mattresses. I can do better. Yeah. You know, it is amazing to there, me there, how many mattress companies there are right now. It's it's insane. There, there's there was a lot of a lot of money being made. Um, you know, just by some of the early um, direct consumer companies. And I think people just kind of fell in line and said, I can do that. Um, and they just, you know, just piled in. I think it's going to fall, you know, it, it's going to whittle down uh, over the next, you know, few years. There'll be less and less of them as people just can't afford to the amount of money you got to pay to, to advertise. Oh I'll use gosh, just the word yeah. advertise and let people use their imagination above, of where all that money's going. All that. I mean, you know, as a digital marketer, yeah. I have worked with clients that are in a very crowded space and you know, that right. it's going to cost you when you're in a crowded space. It's going exactly. to cost you. You, there's no, you're not going to get by with a hundred dollars a month in ad spend. <laughs> no, it's, we're going to spend some money, you know? So interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the questions that I do ask everyone, and I mean, why you're here is because kindness is such a, a big subject with me and you are obviously giving a lot of kindness. Um, but you know, I mean, have you witnessed kindness lately that is top of mind that we could talk about, or maybe you've received some kindness? Um, well, I mean, that's a pretty broad question. I mean, have I witnessed kindness? I witnessed kindness all the time. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I, I think my little, my, one of my favorite parts of the day, if I'm not out, of course, on the road doing a project and then that's, then I'm in the middle of it. Right. Or, but one of my favorite parts of the day is I go to McDonald's every morning and, and I've stopped eating their food 
No, no offense to people that do because it's quite <laughs> yummy. It's my guilty pleasure at times. But my my one addiction is is uh, Diet Coke, and they have the they actually have a different formula. I think I'm not putting my my stamp on that, but I think they've got a different formula than than out of a can. And anyways, so but it's a dollar, right? It's right. super cheap. But I, what I've turned this into is kind of a fun little thing. Many people do this. I'm definitely not alone here. But I don't know if they do it every day. So everybody knows me there. It's kind of a joke, right? I'm like Norm at Cheers for those who are closer to our age, Mish. And um, I'll go up there. I'll have a dollar ten in this hand, and I'll have a credit card in this hand because I have absolutely no idea who those people are behind me, how much it's going to be. It's ranged from you know two dollars to fifty one dollars. God bless that person that bought fifty one dollars wow. in McDonald's food. Um, yeah, um, and and that's just my fun part of my day. And I will glance briefly in my rearview mirror when I get up to the food window, and they're at the pay window, and out the window comes the, you know, the receipt. And, and what my favorite part of my day is when I see this, that they don't take the receipt and move forward, that they stop for a second and hand their credit card out the window to pay for the person I behind them. That is my, you know, the waves and the smiles are awesome. I did fuels me. I live off of that kind of adrenaline. But when I see that credit card come out of the window, knowing that they're not paying for themselves, that they're paying for the card behind them. So one day about Three weeks ago, I talked to my family at McDonald's. My McDonald's family, yep. <laughs> my McDonald's family. And I said to them, I go, hey, how often does that happen? They go, what happens often? She goes, we've had it go 10 deep. Really? 10 people in a row paid for the person behind them. And I'm just like, nice. okay, I'm hooked forever. Nice. So it's, it's, a, it's off topic a little bit, but I just, you know, those little random acts of kindness in are just so, they should fuel you. I call it selfish blessings because I'm really not doing it for them. I'm doing it because it it's fuels joy- me. It, what it, it's just and, joyous yeah. all around. And I agree with you. I yeah. mean, you know, people that, that can't embrace kindness, I, I feel so bad for them because I think, man, it, this is, you know, you don't need to drink or do anything else. If you are no. out and about just smiling and being kind to people, that's, there's my drug. That's what I need. That's amen, sister. Well, Scott, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for all you do. Uh, I think it's just amazing. I appreciate you spending time with me today and sharing what you about relief. But it's it's thank you, thank you for being a part of this world. Thank you, Mish, for letting us letting us uh, share the word. We appreciate it. I'm sure there's more we're going to be talking about at some point because I got to hear the Sharky story, but we'll get to that one later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care. Awesome. And everyone out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Hey, go over to Facebook. We have a group. It's 100th ME, 100THME for Monkey Effect. And talk about kindness. Be a part of our world. We need more kindness. We love kindness. Let's be kind. Everyone have a good one. Thanks.